0: Thanks so much for listening. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 125 of How I Built It. Today, my guest is Jan Loeffler, who is the CTO of Plesk. Plesk has been a season-long sponsor, and I'm excited to talk to Jan today about Uh, all sorts of stuff plus is a very interesting platform that is not just a single hosting platform. It's a management platform. It runs on all sorts of hosts. Uh, and he gives us a lot of insight into running software that is virtually everywhere. Uh, so I'm really excited to talk to Jan today about a, a whole, uh, host, no pun intended of things. Um, we talk specifically about um, not just building Plesk and the history of Plesk, but we also talk about the the WordPress toolkit that they launched, which is super cool, and a whole bunch of other things. So why don't we get right to it? Uh, let's get to the interview with Jan Loeffler, of course, after a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Plesk. Do you spend too much time doing server admin work and not enough time building websites? Plesk helps you manage servers, websites, and customers in one dashboard, helping you do those tasks up to 10 times faster than manually coding everything. And let me tell you, I recently checked out their new and improved WordPress toolkit and I was super impressed by how easy it was to spin up new WordPress sites, clone sites, and even manage multiple updates to themes and plugins. With the click of one button, I was able to update all of my WordPress sites. I was, again, incredibly impressed by how great their WordPress toolkit is. You can learn more and try Plesk for free at Plesk.com build. That's Plesk.com build. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of How I Built It, the podcast that asks, how did you build that today? My guest is Jan Loeffler. CTO of Plesk. Jan, how are you today?
1: Yeah, I'm fine. Perfect. Sun is shining. Happy happy to be here in your podcast finally and um, yeah, looking forward to a good show.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, as we record this, it is unseasonably warm here in the Northeast of the United States. Uh, and after negative uh, temperatures last week, I will happily take that. So Today, we are going to talk about kind of the history and then future direction of Plesk, which has been around for a while. I remember using it on one of my first uh, hosting, my first like real servers, right? My first real hosting companies. Um, But why don't we start out with uh, who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, sure. Hi, Uh, I'm Jan. I'm the CTO of Plesk, and I love WordPress and web development. And my professional career started by running my own web agency, building websites for others, for my clients, during my studies. And afterwards, like 15 years ago, I joined one of the largest hosting companies in the world. And uh, yeah, building their infrastructure, I quickly noticed that building the backbone of the web and uh, being responsible for millions of websites, that makes me somewhat uh, excited. And uh, since then, I had the pleasure to build some of the most exciting hosting platforms in the world.
0: That's great, so you so you worked for a big hosting company before starting Plesk?
1: absolutely yeah for, for was responsible for their whole hosting portfolio um, for ten years
0: Wow, that's great so what what made you what made you think, hey, I think I can improve this like what was what was the spark that started uh, the idea of Plesk for you?
1: yeah, it was actually a, a whole journey so um after uh yeah uh, building. The hosting platform for this hoster, uh, I joined um, one of the fastest growing e-commerce companies um, in Europe. Um, and uh, that was super exciting because it was a company or is still a company of of, of uh, uh, records, uh, I have to say. So um, the largest numbers. And, and that's a very impressive to build such a platform and being responsible for it. Um, but, you know, when I was asked them to join Plesk and um, uh, be the CTO, that was from friends, and there is nothing better than working with friends and having a great team spirit and knowing each other very well. It's like playing football and passing the ball blindly uh, to your colleague because he exactly knows how to take it and 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 score in the end. And um, that's the feeling uh, that we have at desk So it's uh, uh, yeah, an amazing team, and and there you can only rock.
0: That's great. So. Uh, so l- let me just clarify then Plesk has, had already started uh, before you joined, or were you kind were you like on the core team that built up Plesk?
1: Yeah, good question. So Plesk is actually, um, yeah, uh, was, was founded a long time ago. and maybe I' tell a bit about what Plesk is. So it's a website yeah. management solution that has quite some history behind it. and uh, it has been on the market since 1999. Uh, back then it was invented by, originally by a Russian guy owned also a web agency that was around that time when I had my own um, and uh, so I can absolutely feel with him how, um, how, how he has uh, or, or might have felt. Um, so he was upset or getting upset setting up all the servers for his client over and over manually again. At that time, he had to do everything from command line and uh, no automation available. So he started automating all server management tasks and immediately noticed that there's actually a market for such a solution. In 1999, Rackspace was then one of our first customers to use our product. Yeah. Wow. And today, uh, yeah, almost 20 years later, uh, Plesk is used or offered by more than 50% of all major hosting companies. So it's uh, quite quite some, some path.
0: Wow, that's incredible. Um, Wow, used by over fifty percent of all major hosting companies. That's great. Yeah, exactly. And I, I mean, I could see I could see why. you know, I mean full disclosure for people who are listening. You know that Plesk is uh, a sponsor of the podcast. But beyond that, just like using your tool, um from the very first time I used it to to most recently when i when I used the WordPress toolkit, um it's always been very impressive and and very powerful but still easy to use, which I think is really important especially for those of us who aren't we I don't consider myself a server admin by any stretch so yeah and it's, it's always
1: yeah so thanks a lot for this feedback yeah um, actually when I joined um, I I said I, I mean I knew plus for for many years because at my hosting company I was reselling Plesk so I knew it since very very long already as being a customer Um but when I joined, I really said like, "Hey, the, the user experience that needs to change. It needs to be more modern. It needs to be like people expect from Facebook, like or Google, and, and tools like this." And we made major changes in the last three years, and the best things are just coming up, um, especially this year. Um, and in the past, our passion, our mission was to simplify the lives of sysadmins. So it was more focusing on those guys who are very technical and how know how to manage a server, and we are helping them. Uh, to automate those service ta- server tasks. Um, but meanwhile, we have changed that. Um, our mission now is to simplify the lives of web professionals, which includes those people who are less technical. They they probably know how to build a website. They probably know how to either code HTML or PHP or even write WordPress plugins, but they have no clue about how to configure fail-to-ban and uh, firewalls and, and keep their kernel uh, um, maintained and stuff like this. And this is something that we want to take away from them. It's like autonomous driving cars um, where you don't have to know how they work internally. You just sit in and, and, and tell the, the car where to drive you to. And that's why we are speaking more about the self-driving server now, um, where we develop you know, path um, where it manages everything itself and you don't have to worry about it anymore.
0: That's great. I love that the self-driving server, and I mean, it makes perfect sense, right? I mean, this is the march of technology. Before WordPress, uh, people had to build their own login systems or content management systems, and and now exactly. if somebody said today, yeah, I every website I do, I build a, a CMS from scratch. Like that's insane. Like that's just a lot of wait, seemingly wasted time, probably. Um, and and the same thing goes for for this the. the If you're not using the tools that exist to help you manage a server, right? Like, I have a a simple Linode server so that I can do development on my iPad. And that is nothing. Like, when you get a Linode server, there's like barely even an operating system on it. You need to choose the operating system and then install Apache and then install everything else. Um, And that's, I mean, it's a little bit fun for me. But if I was doing this for paid work, it would be. It would add so much to the budget, so much unnecessary time and money. So uh, tools like Plesk definitely help people uh, do their job more efficiently and and help bring websites to more people that way. So um, that's the self-driving server, I think is really great. And so uh, as we move on from kind of uh, when you started at Plesk, um, what was what's a, a project that? maybe you worked on in the past or you're working on now um, that you are really excited about?
1: Oh yeah, plenty of things. Um, Yeah, my my, my most loved topic is uh, WordPress management because I was using WordPress since very, very long. I can't even remember when I started with it. And um, yeah, it was always like kind of complicated to really make a WordPress site secure. And, and, And especially if you keep in mind that Every day, there are between 60,000 and 100,000 servers hacked every day. Yeah, And um, a lot of them are actually WordPress sites. And that's not because WordPress wouldn't be secure. WordPress is super secure if you know how to secure it well. And this is something that a lot of people don't know. And uh, a lot of hosters, I mean, I I speak with uh, most of them, they have the, uh, uh, a yeah, the severe issue that um, websites of their customers get hacked because the, the customers don't know how to secure it. The hoster doesn't do it properly. And that's something that we want to solve. We don't want to have um, people with hacked websites. We want to prevent them um, uh, from that uh, situation. And there we invest the most in. That's one thing. So keeping them safe. On the other side, keeping them productive. You you just said um, you don't want to waste your time with uh, managing the infrastructure. You want to really work with your clients, help them to get online. Um, This is where you want to put your energy in and not like managing the infrastructure and and running the updates. So you need a tool that does that reliably. Um, Yeah, And in the end, the product that we built is the WordPress toolkit, where we put our main focus in to really make sure that Um, It it covers the the main workflows of web agencies and and WordPress users, um, helps them to bring their site online fast, um, secure, and to also increase their site's performance as well as um, help with um, search engine visibility so uh, that your site ranks um, on the first page of Google, Baidu, Yahoo, Bing, and so on.
0: Yeah, that's that's great, and um, you know, like I said earlier, I was kind of um, playing with the WordPress toolkit recently, and it it really it does a good job of covering those things that I would want to do managing websites. Uh, How did you um, did you do any research to to figure out like these are the things that people need?
1: Yeah, very good question, Um, and uh, we do actually a lot of research. But let's start. Early, so if you compare um, in 1999 when it all started, the hosting industry was completely different. So it was small and just starting, and so there, there, there was not even WordPress, of course, yeah. Um, to, and today, as a comparison, the market is completely different. It's super competitive, um, and technology is quickly evolving. Um, WordPress is on the growth path. Uh, we see cloud services everywhere. Um, now we're talking about managed WordPress hosters. Um, that hasn't been done like 10 years ago. Um, so the question is, um, what kind of market research do we actually do and how we make sure that we stay relevant? And um, yeah, on the one side, having such a big market share, uh, which we obviously have, allows us on the one side to gain precise insights into the market ourselves. Uh, For example, which web technologies are used um, and and demanded, and and which content management management systems, uh, which web servers, which operating systems, um, which virtualization tools, coding languages, uh, and so on. Uh, On the other hand, we always strive to understand the big picture, and that's why we also crawl the whole web with its uh, 220 million registered domains to follow the global trends and really understand what is happening outside there? What do developers around the globe do in their day-to-day business? Um, which tools do they use? How do they work? And to make sure that we always have the right solution for them, actually. Yeah, and so our web crawlers scan all the websites worldwide, like search engines like Google are Bing do as well. And with that, we really understand how those websites are built and um Yeah, what the most popular ones are and how this changes over time. Additionally, we receive feedback from more than 250, um, uh, 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 sorry, 2,500 hosting partners and millions of plus users, Um, but also closely following our competition belongs to our daily tasks um, from other server management solutions over specialized WordPress hosters to full cloud platforms like AWS and Azure. Um, And that all together um, gives us a very good good insight into what we have to do.
0: This episode is brought to you by Pantheon. Starting a new project? Looking for a better hosting platform? Pantheon is an integrated set of tools to build, launch, and run websites. Get high-performance hosting for your WordPress sites, plus a comprehensive toolkit to supercharge your team and help you launch faster. On Pantheon, you get expert support from real developers, best-in-class security, and the most innovative technology to host and manage your websites. You can sign up a new site in minutes with a free account. You only pay when it goes live. That is my second favorite feature to Pantheon, only to the easy ability to create dev staging and live servers and push to GitHub. It's very easy to set those things up on Pantheon. So you can head over to pantheon.io today again to set up a free account. Pay only when it goes live. Thanks so much to Pantheon for their support of this episode and this season of How I Built It. I mean, on top of having a big market share, which is always good, right? You have the data... Uh, to help you back up your decisions, but crawling the web, uh, getting feedback from your partners and your users, and then following your competitors—I mean, that's that checks all the boxes, right? You are you're doing everything you need to know to kind of understand the landscape. And I know that you've been uh, involved in in word camps a lot, at least recently over the past couple of years. Yeah. And so I'm sure connecting with people at those events has been uh, incredibly valuable as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and um, yeah. Since we especially provide solutions for WordPress developers and and web agencies, uh, we're closely connected with the WordPress community. We contribute there. Um, We continuously do interviews um, at every WordCamp with developers, uh, designers, um, agencies to understand their needs and requirements. We invite them to our internal UX lab um, to beta test versions, um, as well as let them participate in the development uh, of VR our preview program. And additionally, we often contribute to open source projects at uh, several hackathons. Um, The next one would be, for example, the CloudFest hackathon. And there we code with many developers together and create cool open source projects that make the web um, easier and more secure. And this knowledge exchange with other teams allows um, us to test our hypothesis and generate better ideas in the end. And um, to give you an example, last March, um, we wrote a Domain Connect integration um, for Plesk together with colleagues from GoDaddy, from one-on-one uh with Host Europe and Microsoft. And um, that allows Plesk users to add their domain names without having to configure DNS at all. That is exactly what, what I meant with self-driving servers. It's one of those parts. In the past, you had to change your A record uh, or, or define your C name CNAME um, setting in, in your DNS server. Now this is gone. So if you have a domain at GoDaddy or one one IONOS, then um, you don't have to configure DNS anymore. Your plus server does that for you automatically. Um, yeah, this fully automated, um, this whole process via the Domain Connect standard. And that's um, yeah, already supported by uh, several large hosting companies and Plesk, of course.
0: And that's- um Fantastic. Yeah, maybe
1: maybe one other thing uh, besides that, we speak with a lot of hosting companies and research companies and also end users to learn from their insights and their feedback. Um, yeah, this this helps to helps us to continuously improve and build a great and highly demanded product in the end. And uh, one thing that I'm proud about is um, we measure also our success with the um, popular Net Promoter Score, um, so NPS. And we see grow, uh, growing quickly, despite it already being pretty good with a score of 68 compared to the industry average of uh, 31 um, for, for yeah. software and apps in the U.S. So it's actually a cool thing. And what we see there is that every plus release that we bring out has a higher NPS. So that also proves that our direction is the right one and that um, our customers appreciate it.
0: That's, re- that, I mean, that's really great to hear. And let me tell you, I have a a free course on how to manage or how the DNS works um, that was sponsored by Hover. And uh, it, was, it was a little difficult, like, uh, trying to explain in plain terms all of the facets of the DNS. And it's a seemingly popular course, so I think people are getting a lot out of it. But, um, you know, it took six, it took like an hour or so for me to explain how the DNS works, and if you could eliminate just that, uh, it makes people's lives a lot easier, which is really cool.
1: Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: So uh, let's get to the title question here. Uh, How did you build it? Where it can be Plesk uh, from the time you joined, or it could be the WordPress toolkit, whatever you are most comfortable uh, with as far as answering this question goes.
1: Sure. Let's let's speak about uh, Plesk as a whole. I mean, I could deep dive and talk for about uh, yeah for hours about it. But um, um, just to give you some overview, so Plesk is a web hosting control panel software that automates the server tasks and, and keeps the server secure in the end. And users can automate everything via plus API and CLI uh, or by using the um, web interface. So from a coding perspective. Plesk is mainly written in PHP, uh, JavaScript, mainly React.js, C++, and on Windows, we also use C Sharp. Um, However, our backend services are often written in Go, Java, Kotlin, and Python. Um, There are some more, but these are the main um, languages that we use. So altogether, that's uh, several millions of lines of code uh, that were produced over the years, um, and uh, uh, the the majority is changing uh, just recently. Um the biggest challenge here is to keep up innovating on the one side and delivering with high pace uh, without collecting um technical depth and, and, and getting stuck in legacy hell. So um and here we can say that um just the introduction of React.js as a front end framework um in, in Plesk and you, and you see the user experience if you compare old Plesk versions with, with the latest one, um this Is from a development side, we are much faster now. Um, The user experience is much better and the performance of the UI is also much better. So it's so fluent, it's instant in the end. So you click somewhere and it happens immediately. You don't have to wait until the browser reloads the page. Um, So these were really cool things. Um, Yeah, The most challenging part is maybe to make Plesk compatible with uh, 14 Linux distributions, including CentOS, Ubuntu, and Debian as well as Windows on the other side. And we had to abstract lots of uh, system-specific calls and keep uh, differences as low as possible um, to achieve this. Uh, On Windows, you would probably use the IIS as web server, while on on Linux, you prefer Apache or Nginx. And um, another example is handling of file system permissions, uh, where Windows and Linux are completely different and need to be managed by Plask in an easy way on both systems, and our target has always been and is always um, to have feature parity between Linux and Windows. And that's kind of a stretch for us. It's it's complex for us to solve it, but it makes it in the end easy for the user because the user doesn't see those differences too much um, because we make it easy for them and hide the complexity. From a development methodology perspective, uh, we use agile methodologies. So like uh, Scrum and Kanban, as well as Scrumban, which is my favorite in the end. So mm-hmm. the, taking the best of both worlds, yeah. Nice. Or similar, depending on the on the team and and, and product. Um, the teams themselves they work in so called feature crews uh, to deliver their product uh, with as little dependencies as possible. Um, so we try to really reduce the um, I say uh, cross cutting concerns uh, like uh, yeah uh, dependencies um, that. Might complicate the whole pr- delivery chain, um, right?
0: So uh, yeah. you try to make it so that one crew doesn't say, "Well, I can't ship my feature until this crew ships their feature."
1: Exactly, and then Plus itself is uh, became more like a platform for those tools. Um, we call those tools Plus extensions usually, um, and that's a bit comparable to WordPress and its plugins, um, where you have the WordPress core, but everybody can build plugins to change the whole UI and, and, and add functionality and so on. Um, just that here, it's a bit more extreme because Plus represents the whole hosting stack from kernel maintenance up to application layer security to professional WordPress management for web agencies and, and hosting companies. So a bit more more complex. On the tooling side, maybe some words. Internally, we, we use tools like Confluence, Jira, Bitbucket, uh, TestRail. Jenkins, uh, many more, as well as uh, a huge farm of compute clusters to run hundreds of thousands of test runs per day uh, on, on thousands of, of virtual machines. And yeah, the biggest challenge for us is to test software that runs on three, uh, 380,000 production servers and, and hosting millions of customers' websites. Um, this is d- completely a different thing than in the pure SaaS world where I've been before, um, where you can easily fix a bug on the go. Um, here, you don't have this luxury. I mean, a SaaS company, if they uh, identify the bug, they just fix it um, in minutes and the customers won't even notice. Um, We at Plesk, we ship software uh, to all these hosting providers in the world. And and, and that powers thousands of uh, hosting companies and, and web agencies. And that means that we need to test as much as possible before actually shipping the software. And testing means on all different operating systems, hardware sizes, virtualization technologies, screen resu- resolutions, browsers, devices, and so on. Um, however, what absolutely excites me is um, we're currently developing our next Plesk major release coming later this year. And surprise, surprise, this, joy is the first time I mentioned this new release in public. So you're the first to hear it. Um, wow. So the exciting thing is that we have already now thousands of beta testers that don't even know yet that it's that it will be the new um, major update, Uh, but they test our latest preview releases as we speak, and um, this gives us impressive feedback um, to continuously improve the product uh, because they tell us exactly if we're on the right path, what's good, what not, and so on. Um, And yeah, this is really amazing for us and, and and a great help. So a big thank you to all beta testers of of preview preview releases.
0: This episode is sponsored by our friends at Weglot. Weglot is a WordPress plugin that translates and displays a website in different languages. Their seriously simple multilingual plugin lets you add and manage new languages for your WordPress site. It is by far the easiest plugin I've used for translation, and I've translated websites for Fortune 100 companies. When you think about translations in WordPress, there are generally two concerns. One, is it compatible with my theme and plugins? You don't have to worry about that. Weglot has a unique approach that makes it compatible with all themes and plugins. And two, is it search engine optimized? Behind the buzzy SEO word, you want to make sure that your translated pages rank in search engines. Good news, Weglot follows Google's best practices for multilingual SEO. If you're like me and have a taste for simple and powerful solutions, Weglot is a no-brainer for WordPress translations. The Weglot team has also put together a special opportunity for the show today. You can get 30% off with the code built it. That's B-U-I-L-T-I-T 1-9. Head over to weglot.com to learn more. I love a lot of what you said here. Um, and and what you said about doing hundreds of thousands of test runs is incredibly interesting, right? Cause I mean, even to, to some extent, like, yeah, as a web developer, you got a browser test, and as an iOS developer, you need to device test. But it's still a pretty controlled environment, right? You mentioned that you need to make sure Plesk is compatible with 14 Linux distributions plus windows. you want to have feature parity. It is running like right above the actual server level, right? And the lower you get down the stack the the more stuff your software affects. Um, so I think that I think that was just incredibly interesting to hear like you, you must have. Lots of automated tests and then the beta testers and all, all sorts of other stuff, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I could talk now for hours about things that I saw in the in the, in the past 15 years from my hosting experience. Like people winning the, uh, how, how is it called in America, uh, American pop idol or something like this? Um, overnight, oh, yeah, becoming American famous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah, And their websites crashing and, and needing to scale um, or customers getting hacked. um users that had an uh, a bug in their um, in their PHP script like generating millions of uh, subfolders uh, recursively stuff like this so you can't as a developer you can't even think of things that happen in wildlife and um, so yeah, you need that experience you need that um, testing and that understanding for um, yeah let's say customer's creativity
0: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Uh, just uh, th- that reminded me of a story of uh, when I was in college, you know, I majored in uh, computer science and have a master's in software engineering. And when we were first introduced to Threads, uh, for those who aren't familiar, Threads are basically a way to write a program that can do multiple things at once. Um, and when we were first introduced to them, we were encouraged to just run them on the, on co- the computer science server. Uh, but what we weren't told was that server was also running a bunch of like websites and other external resources, so if our threads got out of <laughs> hand, we crashed an actual live server. I'm like, maybe we should have this on like a sandbox, right? Like where <laughs> it's okay to crash this server. And, and but I just thought that was really interesting. I was like a junior in college crashing a production server because like i had an infinite loop creating threads or something like that but but isn't um, that
1: the coolest thing that invite every new starter to crash a production system and learn from it
0: yeah i mean it is it's a trial by fire right because you need to figure out quickly what is wrong <laughs> because other people are being affected by it yeah and how to build um, a system so
1: that's uh yeah is reliable and resilient from the start and and can't yeah. be crashed too easy
0: yeah, absolutely. So that, I mean, that was like 15 years or so, I guess uh, maybe 14 years ago now. So uh, things have changed quite a bit since I was in college. But um, man, we are we are coming up at, uh, on the end of our interview here. Um, and I know that you mentioned that the next major release of Plesk is being tested. But what are your other plans for the future of Plesk?
1: Um, so as, as I said before, at Plesk, we have the mission to simplify the lives of web professionals. And to accomplish that, we build services that help our customers to stay secure, run faster websites, get better search engine rankings, detect issues quickly with pre-warnings, um, or even guarantee that their WordPress sites uh, or WordPress updates never break their production sites. And many of those services run on large clusters, meanwhile on cloud infrastructure, and are consumed by less servers for best possible user experience. For example. We use, in the background, we use deep learning systems um, that benefit from checking thousands of websites in parallel. Um, or, yeah, and, and here's the comparison is, if you run a server and you have maybe 20 websites on it, then, uh, of course, you can learn um, about uh, yeah, updates that might crash your site. But this doesn't scale. It's not. It will never be good. Yeah? and will never warn you uh, from things that you haven't seen before. And this is different if we use or build cloud services that do that in mass scale. And given our size allows us to do that in mass scale. Um, so if we, for example, um, help with WordPress updates um, through our whole customer base and, um, uh, and make sure we learn from what can go wrong in wildlife and transfer this knowledge into every single WordPress toolkit for every single website, then this helps you really to never break your site. Um, so there's one example, The other one is our web crawler um, that scans the whole web and and all search engines uh, on a huge farm of servers, um, uh, just to have two examples now. And this means, uh, as a result, it means Plesk is an on-premise software, but it merges more and more with cloud services uh, to provide more user value in a seamless and very convenient way. Um, And that's similar to what we've seen maybe with Microsoft or so with their Office products, that meanwhile get more and more power and convenience um, thanks to integrated cloud services, but still trying to solve the very same thing. Um, And for Plesk, it's still building websites, still getting online uh, and building your your online business. uh, But with the help of your local environment of your server with a maximum performance um, combined with cloud services, like a CDN, like uh, web application firewalls, like um, our smart updates for WordPress updates, uh, like the CO2 kit for search engine ranking improvements and stuff like this.
0: Wow, that, um, that is a lot of stuff to think about. And I'm really glad that people much smarter than me are working on it. Uh, <laughs> so uh, as we as we wrap up time here, I do want to ask you my favorite question which is, do you have any trade secrets for us?
1: (laughs) Of course I do. (laughs) Um, Yeah, So our developers are are really passionate about their product, and we all use it ourselves for uh, building and hosting our own websites. And so it's a natural thing that passionate, passionate developers, they always put some Easter eggs into the product. I mean, tell me one company where people don't do that. Um, <laughs> the question is, how do you find them? It's like finding the cheat code in, in some ego shooter in the past. Yeah? Um, yeah. And we have quite a few of them, of those Easter eggs. Um, and I might tell you one. Um, so if you double click the plus global in the about dialog and tools and settings, then you will see a greeting from our dev team. Or another one would be um, it can be found actually by using the WordPress toolkit. Um, if you dare type in a certain keyword, which um, stays a secret for now, uh, then you see also some some uh, cool thing. Um, but I'm sure people will notice it uh, once becoming a power user. So it's just a matter of time until you see it.
0: Wow, that is that might be my favorite trade secret. <laughs> uh, so if you are a Plesk user or thinking about becoming a Plesk user, know that there are a few Easter eggs and Eon just gave us the... Uh, the drop on some of them. So uh, that's fantastic. Jan, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, where can people find you?
1: Yeah, you can find me on, on Twitter. Um, I'm jlsoft2. Jlsoft was already taken <laughs> at that time. Um, <laughs> or just write me an email to jan at bless.com. Yeah, and I'm always happy to receive valuable feedback from users or learn how to make their lives easier and make them happier. And if you... Uh, found uh, uh, an Easter egg uh, and want to, to, to share it with me, then yeah, please do so. So it's Write me an email and uh, happy to, to hear from you.
0: That is fantastic. I will include all of uh, that and everything we talked about in the show notes today, which you can find over at howibuilt.it. Jan, thanks so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Joey. It was re- absolutely my pleasure.
0: Thanks so much, to Jan for joining me today. Uh, I really, really enjoyed this conversation. We got to geek out about development stuff. Uh, we heard a bit about their plans for the future and, and testing and all sorts of stuff. Uh, and then his trade secret is fantastic. Developers uh, find developers that are really passionate. Um, and he mentioned a few Easter eggs uh, in and around the Plesk website and platform. So my question for you this week is have you ever added an Easter egg to any of your products? Let me know or at least let me know where I can find, uh, where I can attempt to find the Easter egg uh, by emailing me joe at howibuilt.it or at jcasabona. Thanks again to our sponsors, Plesk, Pantheon, and Weglot. Their support makes the show possible. If you liked this episode, do me a favor and share it with somebody who you think will also like this episode. Uh, Sharing is caring, of course, and uh, I love introducing new content to people. I hope you do, too. So that's it for this episode, and until next time, ooh, before I sign off, I should really tell you that you can find all of the show notes, all of the links that we talked about over at howibuilt.it slash 125, and now I'm really done. Uh, So until next time, get out there and build something.